Welcome, everyone, to another brand new episode of Nikolai's Kitchen. My name is Nick Haskins, and this show is all about my journey of scratch-made food and positive energy. If this is your first time here, welcome. It's so, so wonderful to have you here. Thank you so much for checking out the show today, and I hope that you'll stay. If you're a returning listener, welcome back. Thank you so, so much for making me a part of your regular rotation. And wherever you're listening to this, whenever you're listening to this, I hope that you're doing absolutely amazing. Let you take a moment today, just take a quick moment to be kind to yourself, to say something kind and good to yourself. We are all getting so stressed out with the holidays approaching. There is so, so much going on. Don't ever forget to just take a moment or take a few moments whenever you need them, if ever you need them, just breathe. Just breathe. Today, I'm going to talk to you about a simple, clean dish oven roasted split chicken breast doesn't get more simple clean and delicious than that and you know it's kind of a thing that i'm trying to do because i cook a lot of decadent meals you guys who have listened to this show for quite a while now you know that i can do decadent like i cook some decadent meals i'm gonna be talking about shepherd's pie in an upcoming episode i'm gonna be talking about enchiladas again and there's just a lot of different things that i do but I want to try to focus on making meals that are healthy, simple. It's not all about complex things with a ton of moving parts and a ton of different steps here. So today's break breakdown is going to be like super duper short. There's not going to be a whole lot to it. Literally, it's you kind of chuck the ingredients for the marinade together, coat your chicken in it, let it sit for a few hours in the fridge and then bake it and that's it. You know, and I'll talk to you guys about what I served it with and, and kind of all those different aspects. But yeah very simple, very clean. And I really, really hope that you guys are going to enjoy it. I know that last week, no episode. I've got a couple quick bites in the can. I've got a few different recipe breakdowns in the can, but I need to be able to be where I am in my best place to record this show. Because whenever I speak to you, I want it to be genuine. And I want to give you like my genuine kind of heartfelt feelings about things. And sometimes I'm in a really, really rough headspace. Sometimes I'm really, really busy. And with the holidays coming up, I am already a person who doesn't say no to people. I'm already a person who puts so, so much on his shoulders. And I overwhelm myself a lot. And I always, always feel like I'm not doing enough for other people. And that kind of thing gets magnified for me during the holiday season. And it's because of that, like, I just kind of crashed and burned a little bit last week. And I just couldn't come up with the energy to do the show. And and, and I do apologize for that. And, you know, I am going to just keep doing better whenever, if ever, however I can. I'm just going to keep doing better. And I'm going to keep doing my best to deliver the best content to you that I can So thank you so, so much for your patience, for hanging in there with me. I've got a ton of content just kind of banking up right now to be kind of spilling out over the course of the next month or so. So I'm really, really excited for all of that. 
But let's transition from there. I want to get into this week's positivity. Today in positivity, I want to talk about karma. And this actually comes from an Instagram post. I was randomly scrolling through social media the other day, and I randomly saw some kind of thing about karma, specifically about people getting theirs. Like if people are bad people or if people do bad things and eventually karma, whatever spiritual or kind of, you know, material concept you think of as karma is going to get them eventually. And my beliefs on karma and my thoughts on karma, like I kind of posted about it when I saw it, but I wanted to kind of reiterate it here in the positivity segment of the show, because karma is very, very much a concept that is rooted in negativity. It's very much a concept that's rooted in this idea of hoping for some kind of divine judgment or something to be passed down against someone who has wronged you. And I'm here to tell you, it doesn't work for me. I don't, think it's a thing. I don't think it's a real, real thing. I think it's a way of kind of trying to transfer that burden of wanting someone who has wronged us to be wronged themselves or to suffer or to get hurt. But history is replete with examples of people who don't quote unquote get theirs of things that don't change. And what I want to urge today and what I want to talk about in the positivity segment is don't let yourself get swallowed up by this idea that you want other people to be punished and you want other people to be hurt and you want other people to be in pain, even if they've hurt you, even if they've wronged you and maybe you can't forgive them. And maybe some of you, I'm not necessarily going to reach with this because for whatever reason, but karma is so rooted in negativity because all it does is it forces you to remind yourself constantly of the pain that you've endured, of the hardships that you've faced on the journey that you're on. And along those journeys, you're going to meet characters. You're going to meet people who are not necessarily going to have your best interests at heart and who are not necessarily going to treat you the best. I have been through so many hard things and I have had people in my life that have not treated me well. I definitely have. But when you have that happen to you. You have two choices. And like I said, you don't have to forgive them, but you have a choice whether to live in it or just put it behind you to move on, to let it go. And I'm here to urge you to let it go because constantly wearing this pain, constantly wearing this negative aura of, Oh, I I hate this person. I really want them to get theirs. It's just constantly continuing this cycle of negativity. And I know it's really, really hard. I know the pain that comes with being wronged. And I know the pain that comes with someone doing something to hurt you. But some somewhere the cycle has to stop. It has to stop somewhere. There are people that have wronged me in my life. I don't wish them ill. I don't wish them ill. 
I, of course, wish that they wouldn't hurt people. I wish that they wouldn't do things to hurt people. But I can't be concerned with them getting some kind of negative ramifications somewhere down the road for what they did to me. Because then I'm not growing and then I'm not moving past the pain that I've had to feel and that I've had to endure. And I still struggle. I still deal with so, so much from so many different sources. Just let it go. Let it go. Let life be what life is. But if you're actively rooting for some cosmic force to punish someone for something, it's just negative. It's just bathing yourself. It's just shrouding yourself in negativity. And when you approach life with a negative mindset, I used to approach life with such a negative mindset. When you approach life with that negative mindset all the time, then all your thoughts and everything start to become controlled by it. Everything you think and everything you feel is negative. Your negative emotions get amplified. And things like karma, which don't necessarily on the surface seem like negativity, like, oh, I'm a good, happy person. I'm a good, happy person, and I do good, and I try to do good in the world. But boy, I hope that person gets suffering or gets hurt or worse. It's negative. And we cannot live and we cannot grow and we cannot achieve by continuing to be mired in negativity. Let it go. I promise you, you're going to be so much happier. You're going to be so much healthier if you just find a way to let it all go. Pain hurts, but you're never going to get past that pain if you continue to harbor some kind of a resentment or some kind of sadistic wish for someone to be harmed. I have taken it upon myself over the past couple of years to really, really look at my life. I've had people who have died. I've lost people. I've lost things. Bad things have happened to me in my life. So many different things have happened to me in my life. And I have struggled so, 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 so much with a lot of different things. And it's led me to places like I was in last week where I was just feeling so overwhelmed and like I was really, really brutally attacking myself because I felt like I wasn't doing enough for everybody with the holiday season. I felt like I wasn't able to do enough and give enough to enough people. And that I was somehow wronging people or hurting them or doing a bad thing or doing a wrong thing simply because I, you know, not able to just go broke giving people gifts and spend all the time in the world with all different people that I want to spend time with. I don't want to live in negativity anymore. I don't want to live with negativity anymore. That's why sometimes if people get to me on social media, like I don't see it and I don't respond to it for a few days because I just need to stay out of that space because social media is so overwhelmingly negative. It is just a place where people can hide behind a keyboard and they can just attack people. There are other people. There are people on, on the other side of that phone or on the other side of that computer that see what you write and that hear what you say. The world is just so mired in this idea of negativity that we have to be negative. And I'm 
one lone little voice here in my tiny little corner of the internet just crying out, begging out there for people not to do it. Let it go. Life is too short to waste your time doing anything but just living, loving, having an amazing time, surrounding yourself with people and things that you love, your pets, your family, your whatever that is for you, whatever that thing is for you that makes you the happiest, get out there and do it. To paraphrase George Mason in 24, like one of my favorite shows of all time, like find something that makes you happy in life and do it because everything out there is just background noise. Don't waste your time hoping that some kind of cosmic punishment is going to get handed down to people that have done bad things or that have done wrong things because number one, you have no control over that. You have no control over that. And the longer that someone goes, quote unquote, unpunished, if you want someone to be cosmically punished in that way, the longer that they're not, the more bitter and the more angry and the more negative you become, the more it starts to dominate your life. The more you continue to think about that person or that situation or whatever it is that has always been in there. Don't trap yourself in a cycle of negativity, waiting for the universe to hand out some kind of punishment to somebody that will never come because you can't control what does and doesn't happen in this life to other people. You can control what happens to you to some degree, but even that you can't always control because you can't control what other people are going to do or what other situations are going to happen. Don't waste your life hating don't waste your life trapped in negativity. Don't wait around for karma. Don't waste your life waiting for someone who has wronged you to be wronged themselves or to be punished in some way that you feel is equivalent. And that's the other kind of thing I think with karma is that when's enough enough? How much suffering does someone have to go through before it's enough for you? Does it have to be equivalent? Does it have to be the same exact thing? Should they just be kind of endlessly punished? And I know some people like have that much hate in their hearts and have that much hate for other people. Hate spawns hate. Hate fosters it. It nurtures itself. It's self-sustaining. And the only way you can get away from that and the only way you can get outside of that is to just break free of it and say, no, you will not. No, you will not control me. You will not have a stranglehold on me. Don't allow yourself to be dominated by negativity. Take a moment, wherever you're listening to this or watching this, whichever you're doing, take a moment with me now and just breathe. Take a moment right now and think about someone who has wronged you. Get a good picture of them in your head. And then just close your eyes. I'm letting you go. I'm letting this go. Because I can't be consumed my whole life with hatred and negativity for what you did. 
because you can never, ever in a million years go back and change it. You can never undo what has already been done. The only thing you can do is heal and try to live the best life that you can. But you can't do that if you continually surround yourself with the negativity and the reminders of that pain. Wishing for karma, waiting for karma, hoping that someone endures pain because they've wronged you. It'll never be enough. It'll never hurt them enough to justify what they did. It'll never, ever, ever change it. And I'm so, so, so sorry for whatever you just pictured, whatever you just thought about, whoever you just thought about, or whatever situation I might have brought back. I'm so, so sorry that that happened to you. I am so, so sorry that you have had to endure pain and hardship in your life because no one should have to, but everybody does. And it's really, really sucks, but it's just kind of one of those defining characteristics of the world we live in as people, as a species. But that's why I sit here, like I said, in my tiny little corner of the internet and whatever difference I can possibly make, even if it's in one person's life, even if I help one person just breathe, let go, focus on positivity, focus on being kind to yourself, focus on building yourself up and being kind to yourself and telling yourself how much value that you have. And how you didn't deserve to be wronged like that. And that you will never, never will be again. That you're going to guard yourself and guard your heart and take good care of yourself. Focus on surrounding yourself with people who also build each other up. Who, you know, find a community of people. Whatever that is for you. If it be some kind of artistic community or whatever. Surround yourself with a community that just builds each other up. I love being an indie podcaster because it is one of the most positive and uplifting communities. It's not even that it's it's a community that doesn't have its issues too. Every community does. But I love being a part of this indie podcasting community because everybody is so willing to help and support other people. It's always, always, always been my experience with being a podcaster going back years and years and years. And I'm so, so grateful for all the amazing relationships that I've made being a podcaster over time. So I focus on doing things like this. I focus on creating video content like I'm doing now for YouTube. I focus on trying to grow as a person. How can I help more people? How can I do better? How can I put more good out into the world? That's the only thing I think about. And sometimes it consumes me and sometimes I feel overwhelmed like I'm not doing enough, like I could never possibly do enough and I crumble. I fall apart and it's so hard sometimes. And sometimes I remember the pain that's been inflicted on me. Sometimes just something random will happen while I'm sitting around here and it'll trigger a memory of something that's happened to me in my life a bad memory, a pain I've endured, and it'll force me to kind of retreat into myself. And I just, I feel that pain all over again because I'm still healing. We're all still healing from so many different things that have happened that have defined us. But whatever it is, whoever it is, maybe you can't forgive. Maybe you can't, and I understand that. But just let it go. 
let go of this idea that you want them to suffer and that you want them to be in pain because as long as you latch on to that negative reaction, that negative reinforcement, I don't feel like we could ever heal. so so much for taking the time to download and listen to this show today wherever you are whenever you are i hope that this makes your day a little bit better and a little bit brighter all i want to do is make the world better one dish at a time i have been having an amazing run up to the holidays i have been so busy life is chaos i have just been so busy trying to do so so many different things and it's kind of crazy to me that it's almost christmas as i record this it's the 19th release day will be tomorrow and we're less than a week away even right now and more than probably any time in my life i feel woefully underprepared and i don't know why that is and i don't know what it is in me that's making me feel like that necessarily but i just don't feel prepared And I don't know if we ever can be, really. The most we can do is just our best. But have I done everything I can? And I know this is more of me putting this burden on my shoulders, putting this weight on my shoulders of, Nick, you don't do enough. Nick, you never do enough. God, I feel that so much all the time. It's so, so hard for me sometimes to break free of that. And I hope that wherever you are, whenever you are, that you're doing amazing. Please, please be kind to yourself. I have a special shout out here for Rebecca because I got to see her finally. Uh, She's a ballet dancer. I got to see her in the Nutcracker at the State Theater here in Ithaca. Absolutely wonderful. Such a wonderful, wonderful show. And I was so, so thrilled to finally get to see her do something that she's so, so passionate about. And it's like, I think about it in terms of like, whenever I sit down at the microphone and whenever I put on the podcast recording voice, whenever I get all my stuff prepared, I pull the recipe up and I kind of start thinking about the concepts and the different things that I want to do. I really kind of start to geek out a little bit. This whole process, podcasting still, even after all this time, six and a half years, still really, really geeks me out. I get so excited to sit down here at the microphone and talk to you and I really, really got to see her live that doing ballet finally for the first time. And it was just absolutely amazing. So thank you so, so much for having me there with you. I, it was just, it meant, it probably meant way more to her for me to be there, but it meant so much for me to be there and to see it and, 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 and just to be able to, to be there to share that moment with her. It was, it was incredible. Coming up over the next few weeks on the show, I've got so many different things that I've been working on, so many different things that I've been making, and you're going to get Shepherd's Pie. 
The Kitchen Counter Podcast is a show that I found way back in the restaurant days, way back when I did my first food show. And Roger from the Kitchen Counter Podcast has this banging shepherd's pie recipe. And basically, it's all about reduction, reduction, reduction. You're reducing this stock and wine mixture into it over and over, kind of almost like a risotto, but it's a meat filling for a shepherd's pie. And I have definitely adapted it in my own way over time. And, you know, I use my mashed potato recipe to top it. I actually piped them with a Ziploc bag. I mean, it was like a little messy. They're just kind of big dollops or big little bloops. But I think it turned out really, really well. I can't wait to break that down for you guys and talk to you about it because it will change the way you think about shepherd's pie forever, forever. We're also going to be revisiting a recipe that we did back in the earlier days of the show. We're going back to enchiladas. Now, my enchilada recipe is really, really amazing. I really love it. It was just back in the fall, episode 28. It wasn't that long ago, but I have kind of taken it to the next level, and I want to talk to you guys all about that and really kind of hit home the changes in that recipe and talk about topping it with chimichurri. We had chimichurri left over from doing some skirt steak tacos, and let me tell you, that plus a nice pico, everything together, one of the most magnificent bites I've ever had. I'm also still going to be talking about fried chicken. I'm so, so excited to finally be able to record and talk to you guys about fried chicken. I love it. I still have a lot to learn about my frying game. I Ever since I made that orange chicken, I've really kind of been trying to kind of break into a different area of, of cooking. And I'm going to be trying to do air fryer general sows again. It's something that I tried Back when I first got the air fryer, I really wanted some General Tso's. I didn't want to order takeout, so I tried and failed. Well, I mean, it wasn't a failure. The sauce is just the sauce just isn't right. So I'm still on the hunt for a good sauce recipe, and I don't know enough about Asian cooking to make my own. Like I don't know enough about like different Asian flavors and different things that go in Asian dishes to really be able to kind of pinpoint. Okay, this is what this is missing. This is what it needs more of. The only thing I can do is keep working, keep experimenting, keep researching, and keep cooking. And I absolutely love that. But I kind of tried to use some of the techniques, like I tried to kind of uh, hybridize some of the techniques last time I did deep frying. I just did some simple drumsticks, made like a little bit of a batter dredge for the drumsticks instead of doing them the way that I did the fried chicken before that you're going to hear in the breakdown that I do in a couple of weeks. But the coating was, well, it was it was crunchy. Let me tell you, it was crunchy. It was also really thick, thick to the point that it was kind of inedible because it was so thick. <laughs> so I've still got to keep working on that. I've still got to get back to the drawing board. It's just one of those things. New Year's Eve is coming, and that means prime rib. Over on Patreon, you can catch the full recipe breakdown for my prime rib. It's over there. Go check it out. I absolutely love making prime rib. I'm going to be attempting to make scallops for the first time ever. Kind of nervous about it, but kind of excited about it, too. And I'm really, really, really excited for everything coming with New Year's dinner. I'm going to be attempting to make my dad's rice pudding for the first time ever, which is a recipe I won't break down for the show because it's an old family recipe. And I mean like old, old, like we're talking like 19th century or something like that old. And my dad will murder me if I change literally anything about it. So I got to make it exactly to his specifications. And I really, really want to try it and see how it comes out. So I'll definitely report back on how that turns out, but 
that race pudding like growing up and even as an adult like every time i go to a holiday party or whatever that's the thing i'm looking forward to literally every time like i'm so so excited for rice pudding and i'm really really excited to finally 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 make it for myself for the first time we are going to run into one more break here we're going to bring some music up in here when we come back on the other side it's time to talk about oven roasted split chicken breast doesn't get more simple clean and easy than this i promise you this takes literally no time to prep and you know basically you just gotta coat it chuck it in the oven and let it do its thing very very few steps here and i kind of like doing recipes like this i don't always want recipes to be these huge elaborate things that take so many steps and so much time to do no i want to give you guys something simple fresh easy if you've never done this or if you've been intimidated by this you need to try it i'll talk to you a little bit more about it right after this everyone thank you so so much for taking the time to listen to the show today i really really appreciate you in everything that you do it's all about oven roasted chicken breast this is as simple as it gets like i said i know i keep saying it but the breakdown i mean literally it's like four sentences it's like absolutely nothing like all you really got to do is just kind of prep all the marinade ingredients chuck it together let it sit for a while and then bake it no, I didn't when I made it because it was kind of a last minute decision over the weekend. Rebecca was, you know, busy with the nutcracker and I was kind of trying to figure out what's something good, clean, nice that I can make that's going to be really, really nice and healthy. And this is what I landed on. So let me tell you a little bit about this oven roasted chicken breast. You are going to need four half pound or bigger split chicken breasts. Keep in mind the bigger that they are, the longer they're going to take to cook and the more calorically dense they're going to be. You're going to need a half a cup of olive oil, two cups of fresh basil chopped, one bulb of fresh garlic finely chopped, one tablespoon of fresh rosemary chopped, one tablespoon of fresh thyme chopped, one tablespoon of black pepper finely ground. I actually took whole peppercorns and ground them down in my spice grinder, one tablespoon of turmeric and one tablespoon of salt. Do more or less to taste. And then you're going to need the zest and juice of two lemons. Basically, just take a bowl, combine all of your marinade ingredients together in a large bowl, whisk it together, get everything nice and combined. And then chuck your chicken in the marinade. Make sure you kind of rub it all over the chicken. Make sure you get all that coating distributed in there. Then chuck it in the fridge for like four hours or so. You probably don't need to do this overnight, but definitely at least a few hours. Mine was in the fridge for maybe a half an hour, which wasn't enough time. I really would have liked to give this a little bit more time to kind of penetrate the meat. But as it was, it turned out pretty good. When it's baking time, you're going to preheat your oven to 400 degrees. 
and you're gonna stick your chicken breasts on an elevated rack on a baking tray. I have a you know large baking tray and then I have a little rack that sits up basically even with the lip of the cookie sheet. It's exactly the same size as the baking tray. So it fits perfectly snug inside and it kind of just makes it level across the top with where the lip is. That's all you really need here. It doesn't need to be a huge rack, but you know, use what you have. If you don't even have that, you can basically make like little, like take foil and just crumple it up into little balls, or you can even make little, like little, uh, almost little like lines. I don't know why I'm, I keep wanting to say cigars that's wrong, but I mean, I guess that's the kind of shape and thickness you're going for and just put a couple of them down under, you know, underneath each piece of chicken. I think that would work perfectly well as well. Then you're going to bake this for 40 to 50 minutes or until your chicken is cooked through. If you're not somebody who's sure just from being able to touch the meat, how done it is, make sure you get yourself a thermometer. It should be like 165 at an internal temperature at the thickest point. Okay, and then you're going to remove it from the oven and tent it with foil, then rest it for about 10 minutes and serve it immediately. And it's just literal perfection. This is going to be about 650 calories, give or take for a half a pound chicken breast for each breast is going to be about 650 calories. Keep in mind that this does not like really take into account how much of that olive oil doesn't stay on the chicken, like how much of all the fat and oils and everything drips off because of the rack. So it's probably not quite 650. I don't have like a really accurate way of measuring calories. I just plug it all into my fitness app and just, you know, that's the result. So that's like your maximum. But even still, you're getting it up off of the oven. So it's not just sitting in its own juices and its own fat when it's cooking. Everything's dripping off of it. You've got the air just kind of nicely circulating around it. Everything gets so, so nicely browned. But yeah, just kind of the, you really just need to pay attention depending on the size of your split breast. Make sure that you're giving this enough time in the oven. And that's literally it. That's absolutely it. I served this with some basmati rice. I've been obsessed with rice lately. I, ever since I had that orange chicken and that rice turned out so well, I've really just kind of wanted to eat rice. I've had rice probably like three times a week ever since I made that orange chicken. Like I just bought more of it yesterday and I used up the rest of that orange butter. I also used some lemon juice when I made this one. I actually forgot to salt the rice when I cooked it though. So it came out a little bit bland, but you know, I added some salt after the fact and it sort of saved it. But you can always tell for me, you know, that it hasn't been seasoned like before or it's been seasoned after because it just doesn't kind of blend the same. So, yeah, don't forget your seasoning, kids. And that is it. That is going to do it for another episode of Nikolai's Kitchen. It is simple, clean, and easy. Meals do not get better, fresher, and just more flavorful than this. All those fresh herbs playing around in there in that chicken are just absolutely to die for please try this out. Or if you have a, a kind of go-to chicken breast recipe, please let me know. Hit me up on social media at Nikolai's Kitchen. Just please take the time today and just breathe. Let go of negativity. Let go of hate. Focus on positivity, goodness, and love. I really, really do appreciate you taking the time to listen. Thank you so much for all that you do for me. You make such a huge difference for me. Even if I don't know you, even if I've never seen your face or talked to you, listening to this right now, you are amazing. Thank you so, so much for listening. And thank you so much for coming on this journey with me.
Nikolai's Kitchen wouldn't be possible without the contributions of my amazing patrons. Thank you so much to M, Deb, Sam, and Chris. And a very special thank you to my VIP patrons, Krista, Jared, Caleb, Dan, and Bill. Learn more and sign up today at patreon.com slash Nikolai's Kitchen.